Hello, FPL managers. Welcome to another episode of the FPL Optimized Podcast. Welcome to episode number 37. This is the podcast in which we combine analytics with the good old eye test. I am Bas, the casual manager, and my co-host is Sertab, the data scientist. Data or grass or data and grass? That's the question. And it's a big week, not just for FPL reasons. This is the week in which Sertab became father for the first time. So Sertab, mm -hmm. a massive congratulations to you and your wife, of course. How is the family doing? Thank you very much, Bas. Family is doing well. Uh, we are adapting. It's different, but we are doing well so far. All right, cool. Yeah, man, it's a life-changing experience. I can tell you, <laughs> my, uh, <laughs> you know, it I know is. it myself. <laughs> I have two kids, as you know, mm -hmm. uh, but it's great. So yeah, congratulations again and, and enjoy that. Uh, and also just thanks still for making time available today to sure. record this podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll keep it a bit shorter as usual because, um, yeah, of, of Surtop's situation. But it is a big week with managers wildcarding or free hitting and also with many managers preparing for a bench boost in the next game week. So naturally, we had to record a podcast. Surtop, you had other things on your mind, so I won't ask you about how your game week went. Uh, in case you didn't know yet, Salah missed the penalty. I'm sorry that I... <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and in other news, March scored a goal, but then it was given as an own goal to then finally get confirmed as a March goal again today. But unfortunately, the FPL managers who own them, like myself, we won't get the points as the goal recognition was done after the FPL deadline had passed, believe it or not. So yeah. yeah, for me, it was a bit of a last minute decision. I was kind of on McAllister for most of the week, then changed it to March. And um, well, you know, there's still one game left. So hopefully we'll still get a few March goals tonight. Yeah, um, I, yeah I heard about the March goal or I don't know if it is a March goal or not. <laughs> so people will be yeah, upset. Depends on which side you look at. <laughs> yeah, sides, exactly. Now it's a March goal, except yeah. for FPL side. <laughs> but I remember FPL had these kind of problems even last season. I think it was Bruno Fernandes who got an assist, even though he didn't touch the ball. And then people were really upset about it. And I think I was on the other side of the coin that time. Okay. So uh, yeah. I think, yeah, they gave him the assist. Uh, I didn't have okay. him and lots of people had him that game week. So these yeah. kind of stuff happens in FPL. Unfortunately, it's not a fair game. Uh I don't know. No, I, yeah, this yeah, was quite was a unique one. And I yeah. think uh, there were a lot of replays shown on Twitter. And yeah, I think you had to watch really careful to, <laughs> Some to, of them to, had to really, recognize it was a have, March goal. Yeah, really low resolution. Yeah, I saw those. Yeah, like, also, people are checking pixels to see who's yeah. touched the ball. Anyway. Indeed. But, you know, let's forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> Enough drama this game week, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to still say about your performance? Uh, I think I'm not having a good game week. I Last time I checked, I had 35 points so far, but we have two more games to go. Um, yeah. Well, obviously, lots of people wildcarded in the last weeks, and some people are using their bench boost this week. So I wasn't really expecting yeah. anything anyway, but um, it is sad that Liverpool guys blanked once more. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it will be wildcard time here, so... Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, I will get rid of them. Yeah. 
Yeah, 35 points isn't too good. I'm sorry to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on 49, which is very oh, average. Wow. Um, <laughs> That's no, pretty good. Even, well, actually, not so much. It's, 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 <laughs> so you I'm didn't need points. March points to begin with, anyway. Oh, well, no, I couldn't. <laughs> sorry. But anyway, let's focus on game weeks 28 and 29, though, as those are coming up. And that's what most uh, people are interested in now. And as mentioned, uh, we'll have to keep it a bit shorter. So that's why we will move into this section. Um, sort of, for anyone wildcarding or free hitting this week, can you talk us through the optimal options? And for this week's information, we're really thankful also for the help of Alistair or Ted Lasso Regan on Discord, who was a guest in a previous episode, and he was kind enough to support Sartop with the preparation for today's pod. So thank you, Alistair, for helping out. Yeah, thank you, Alistair, uh, again. So he prepared some of these optimal teams for me. Um, just before this recording, I ran uh, the wildcard sol from the solver. So I tried wildcard 28, bench boost 29, and then free hit 32. And then I used expected value until the end of the season uh, based on mm -hmm. the values that FBR Review shared with me in the earlier week. Yeah. So most of the squads are coming very similar to each other. But in this soul, in this case, I don't know why, but I get a different goalkeeper. So I would like to talk about this one first, and then I will talk about uh, what uh, Alistair shared with us. Okay. So for the optimal wildcard 28, bench boost 29, and then free hit 32 team, I get Pop in the goal. And then in mm -hmm. defense, we have Gabriel, Chilwell, James, Trippier, Char. In yeah. midfield, we have Saka and Madison. So only two midfield. So 5-2-3 is the weirdest formation okay. ever. And yeah. we have Watkins, Solanke, and Havertz in the forward. And in the bench, we have De Gea, McAllister, uh, Bruno Fernandez, and Rashford. And right. this team uh, is giving a solid EV. And then next game week, it only makes one transfer. It sells Gabriel for Dunk. And then, oh. then in game week 29, we have a team almost full of uh, players who are doubling, except Saka, oh. which is playing against Leeds so that his EV is good enough. Um, right. So then that team on game week 29 gets 127 expected value, which is pretty decent. Yeah. And then this plan sells Havertz for Holland in game week 30 right. but then yeah. that move leaves only 0.1 in the bank so as you see this is a very oh. fragile plan so yeah. when it turns out like this i usually uh, replace one of the players for a cheaper option so that i will have enough uh, room so that it <laughs> it won't be there won't be a case where the Holland's let's say price goes up and then i won't be able to buy him for some reason but yeah, right. I just wanted to share this very quickly. Looks okay. like a nice team. Yeah, that's and interesting. And I think a lot of people are considering that uh, selling Haaland for just uh, two weeks and then bu buying him back in game week 30. But uh, I don't know if you saw the Champions League yesterday. City won 7-0. Haaland scored five goals. And then he dropped in price. Right? He, he dropped in price. price. Yeah. yeah. That's that should be the first, I guess, in the FPL history. A player is scoring five goals right. uh, in a cup game and then getting a price drop. 
Like you yeah. usually expect people to, you know, like knee jerk and then transfer him in, even though he's blanking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, so let me talk about the team Alistair sent. So in the goal we have Kepa, and then the defense is very similar. We have Gabriel, Chilwell, uh, Trippia, Botman. And in midfield, we have Saka, Martinelli, Madison. In yeah. forward, we have Watkins, Havert, and Isaac. And okay. in, in bench, we have De Gea, Mitoma, McAllister, and Dunk. Yeah. Um, so as you see, so this is Alistair's draft so far. So he made a few decisions here, uh, like regarding some of the, the dilemmas that everyone is facing who are wildcarding. So I will just talk about his description of what are the dilemmas are so goalkeeper so most likely you will choose two of Kepa, Ward, Pop, De Gea uh, mm. it's a fairly split decision he mentioned and I agree with this um, and in defense Chilwell and Trippi are fairly consensus yes. uh, defender picks but three of James, Dunk, Gabriel a second Newcastle defender or a third Newcastle defender if you want to uh, triple uh, yeah. Castagne and Cash seems like it's a decision point. Yeah. Uh, James is well clear on EV, but as you see, I mean, as you can guess, I mean, James is a known FPL troll, so right. <laughs> people are banning him based on fitness yeah. concerns. I mean, fitness yeah. concerns are like they are really scared that James will return zero <laughs> negative points, probably. Yeah. Um, in midfield, we have Saka and Medicines seem as the consensus picks but after that yeah. people are choosing one to three blanking midfielders uh, with the mm -hmm. range depending on whether they have gone for any blanking forwards or defenders it makes sense to field 11 on wildcard 28 yeah. and who they want for 29 and beyond based on value they have tied up in them like most yeah. of Rashford if you have Rashford or Mitoma already you have some yeah. value tied up or McAllister Bruno Fernandez or Salah if only one or mid one or two midfield blankers in initial squad, then people are getting more Arsenal midfielders like Odegaard, Martinelli, or Trossard as a one-week placeholder for one or more of those guys. And most of the optimal wildcard teams this week uh, mm -hmm. will, if you are bench boosting in 29, by the way, will force you to take a hit in 29. I mean, most of the okay. teams I came up with are t taking either minus 4 or minus 8. And oh, really? Alistair, is, especially, he's happy with taking more hits <laughs> for some reason. So it seems a ah. little bit counterintuitive, right? Like wild carding yeah. and then taking hits. But yeah, yeah, it's a special case, I believe. Okay. And in forward, he mentioned Havertz and Watkins seem to be fairly consensus picks on wildcard. Yeah. But Holland, Kane, Isaac, and Solanke for the third spot seems like a split decision. And yeah. if you remember from the previous game weeks, but we were talking about uh, Felix. So suddenly when I saw Havertz in the optimal team, I just asked him, why that's the case and he mentioned that yeah. Havertz is on penalties yeah. uh, and then Felix had some uh, limited minutes in previous games that's why yeah. I think the Havertz is the pick for most indeed. people now. Yeah. yeah indeed I could notice that as well on, on Twitter mm -hmm. yeah all right so those are great some great options as, as you said I think um, yeah 
quite some are consensus picks, let's say, but then mm -hmm. there's also still some others where we still have split opinions. So it's definitely, I think, uh, we still need the time until Friday uh, to make some decisions and people keep mm -hmm. it in mind. It's the Friday deadline. Don't forget it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's good <laughs> to see that, that a, lot of, a lot of things I was thinking about were also covered in this content from uh, Alistair. So, mm -hmm. so thanks for that. So are you still short to wildcard, uh, sort of? I am... 99.99% sure I already made some transfers to catch price changes. Um, I think I bought Watkins already and another yeah. player. I don't remember, but I think I took a <laughs> minus four already. <laughs> Sorry, I'm all over the place. No, yes. Yeah. Um, Can yeah. imagine? I, I haven't right. activated my wildcard yet because I want okay. my transfers to affect the price changes. And so. I usually activate my wildcard right away and then oh, do all, okay. all my transfers. But if you do that, the transfers you do doesn't affect price changes. Right. But if you do your transfers without activating your wildcard, like do your all, all of your transfers and at the end, if you activate wildcard at the end, I mean, it, it's the same thing, but then right. all of your transfers are affecting price changes. I mean, one transfer won't probably yeah. change anything. But yeah, I was hoping that okay. as yeah, wildcarders... Yeah, we can get some nice price changes. Okay. Yeah, I would just say in the situation you're in, uh, don't wait too long with wildcarding because you never know what, what might happen. You know, the, the, yeah. the baby might keep you busy and you might forget <laughs> about the deadline. Minus, <laughs> minus 44, I guess. I think I yes. change 11 or 12 players. Yeah, well, you know. Don't cry. I, I warned you. <laughs> just, just <to> say. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, same for me. I mean, also uh, our wild cards, uh, I committed to it. And actually, I already hit the button. So my oh, wild card great. is active. And it's exciting to be looking at all the options. And also, again, on Twitter to see what other people are thinking. So I can cover a few considerations from my side, even though it's probably similar to what you already mentioned. Mm -hmm. I think on the goalkeepers, indeed, I'm not uh, really sure yet. To me, it looks like Kepa is the standout option, but the number two isn't that clear. Um, I had the Gea before, early in the season, but <laughs> I didn't enjoy it that much. I don't I think remember that he's too yes. reliable at the moment. Um, so I might either go for a budget option like Ward, who I already have, and they have decent fixtures. But I'm also tempted by Martinez, who you didn't mention, or I was thinking, I was looking at West Ham. Uh, their fixtures are decent, but yeah, they have Ariola now in goal, taking uh, the place of Fabianski. But Fabianski will come back at some point, so I think going for Ariola might not be too smart, unless it's just for the upcoming double game week. And, and even Nottingham, they have some reasonable fixtures. Uh, so Navas could also be an option, but you know, it's it's Nottingham, so <laughs> taking a risk. Yeah. So as as things stand for me. You know, if I follow my current feeling, I think I will go with Kappa and Martinez. Actually. And just for the record, you're not bench boosting in 29, is that correct? I will bench boost in 29. Oh, you will, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. That's the plan. Then in defense, again, similar to what you said, uh, Trippier and Chilwell, for me, those are two fixed options. But the other three are still open. I currently have Astupinen, White, and Cash. Uh, with Cash being a player I already brought in on the wild cards, but he could still go. It's still kind of flexible. 
Other names I have in mind are Shaw, Castagna, Sinchenko, Botman, and Alex Moreno. Uh, so also here, I still need to make some decisions. Mm -hmm. Then in midfield, I will certainly keep Martinelli and Rashford. Um, I think, yeah, they are just reliable. And also, I own them already quite a long time. So there's quite some uh, value locked uh, in, into them. Um, and I already brought in Madison on the wild card. Uh, Saka will stay for this game week, but then I will move him either, I think, for Bowen or Ben Rama from uh, West Ham for the double game week. And I need to decide if I keep March or change to another Brighton midfielder. So the midfield options look quite clear. I think uh, at least clearer than the goalkeepers and defense for me. And same for attack. I moved out Haaland, so I made that decision already. Mm -hmm. But I will bring them back in game week 30. So that's something to keep in mind. We need, we, should, we need to keep enough cash, of course, in the bank for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it could be a bit risky seeing what he did yesterday in the Champions League. And we know, you know, he's Haaland. So whenever we, uh, we, we move him out or when we don't captain him, we know it's a risk. But I think this time I'm comfortable with it. He blanks now in 28 and he plays against Liverpool in 29. I mean, he could still score a few goals. But yeah, I think this could be a moment to maybe bet against him. We can choose some players who have three fixtures in those two game weeks. Currently, I'm going with Watkins and Havertz and together with Kane, who will keep his spot in my team. And I think other options to consider could be also Johnson or Forrest, even though he's flagged now with an injury. Uh, Solanke, Isaac, you mentioned them already. I think Ings could be interesting from uh, West Ham again. But yeah, I'm quite certain to stick to Kane, Watkins and Havertz. Yeah, one thing I want to... Over some yeah. options. Yes. Yeah. One thing I want to mention here is if you are selling Holland and planning to get him back in game week 30, like many of us will do, um, yeah. note that he, when it happens, like when it's game week 30, or like whenever we pass the deadline of game week 29, I should say, yeah. people will start buying Holland almost immediately. Right. Uh, that happened in the past because people don't want to get priced out or like yeah. lose any extra, like in the bank, uh, just for the extra information. So I usually wait until the last day or two to, you know, buy a player. But yeah. this time, if I go without Haaland, which I probably will do, yeah, I will try to buy him back almost immediately again for right. the same reason. I never do it, but in this case, his price might go... His price might increase a lot is what I'm thinking. So yeah. just as a, yeah... Yeah, that's a good point. It's already something to keep in mind. Yeah. Still a few weeks from now, because we still yeah. first have the, the international break and then uh, game week 29. But indeed, for game week 30, something to keep in mind. Yeah. So yeah, but I think the, the team I just went over and the options I went over uh, should set me up nicely for uh, both game weeks 28 and 29. And of course, I'm crossing my fingers that all players will come back safely after the international break so I can stick to my bench boost plans. So, sort of, yeah, for you, any dilemmas you're facing or will you just follow uh, what the solver will tell you? Uh, I will probably follow what the solver says, but I am also trying to uh, 
follow the discussions in the analytics discord um, because okay. i mean most of the time when people discuss these kind of dilemmas they kind of converge to the same team or a very similar team so right. if there are already discussions about some of these picks that i have mentioned uh, similar to what alistair did so i will yeah. just check what they have generated and i will try to <laughs> i'm sorry but i will try to copy one of them because i don't think okay. i will have enough time to just think think this through yeah that's probably what i will do okay. so solver but easy yeah <laughs> less stress copy from friends <laughs> I, I will still have a bit of stress i think either tomorrow or friday before the deadline <laughs> yeah but, okay, i can know. also recommend you to copy someone so that you well, can blame no, no. i like to <laughs> make my own decisions <laughs> no, no. I, I yeah well, that's somebody started uh, a small group on twitter eh? you're in it as well a kind of a chat oh, group yeah. for the the 28 wildcard and on the one hand indeed i enjoy to see what other people are thinking and on the other hand i also don't want to get too much influence i also still like to make my own plan that's that's for me part of the fun of playing this game but yeah, yeah finding, that's certainly the fun out. part of the fpl i agree yeah, yeah i mean yeah. when you're short on time or if you don't want to spend too much yeah. time because yeah. i mean well with the march event i don't want to remind it again but uh sometimes you get pissed off at the game so you well you want to keep playing but you don't also want to spend too much time because i'm yeah. sure people who spend too much time on that pick yeah. are really upset right now so yeah. i think there is also an optimal <laughs> amount of time to spend on fpl and i think Definitely. Spending too much time is bad. Spending just yeah. a little bit time is probably also not that good most of the time. So yeah, yeah. No, I agree. All right. Um, I think actually that was it for today. Quite to the point, uh, maybe mm -hmm. a little bit higher pace than usual, but uh, I think it was still uh, containing useful information to attack the next game weeks. And I hope everybody who's listening agrees to that. Mm -hmm. uh, did you still want to add something, sort of? No, nothing from my side. Thank you very much for preparing the uh, podcast content. And also thanks to Alistair for sending the team and also the This Game Week's Dilemmas. Yeah. All right. And thank you, Sertal, for making time available. Uh, I would like to end by giving a shout out to the FPL general. Uh, most people might know him. He's quite famous on Twitter and he has his own podcast since many years. But he announced on Twitter now that his podcast will no longer be featured in the audio offering of The Athletic. And he'll be recording the final episode this week. And for me, the FPL General always has been a source of inspiration, as his podcast was the first FPL podcast I ever listened to. And even today, it's still the one I tune into most regularly. Um, I think he really found a good concept of keeping things concise while at the same time sharing useful information. So from our side, we wish him all the best, of course, and we hope his podcast will return on another platform pretty soon again. So take care, Mark, on behalf of Sarah Tarot and me. Mm -hmm. And uh, that wraps up episode 37 for us. Thanks again for listening. Best of luck with making the right decisions. Next week will be an international break, so probably we won't record a new episode then, but we will be back the week after to talk about Game Week 29. You can subscribe to our podcast so you'll know when the next episode is out, and you can also follow us on Twitter. For Sirtop, it's at Sirtop Bilal, and for me, it's at Belfi BB. 
Thanks, everyone. And until next time, bye-bye.